2: Hello and welcome to LiveWise Buy Hold Sell, I'm Hansley. And that recession everybody keeps talking about, well it still hasn't come. So which stocks would you want to own if inflation comes down, GDP steadies and rates stop rising? That's right, we're talking the Goldilocks scenario today with Andrew McKee from Elston Asset Management and Rob Crookston from Wilson's. First company, Amcorp, of course the global packaging company with food
0: and beverage clients primarily. Andrew, buy hold or sell. We'd still be a buyer and we'd be a buyer under that scenario. If you look at that scenario from an inflation perspective, that dials back. I would think that we think that helps them in terms of their costs. And there's some lag effects in that business. So they put through price increases in both flexibles and rigids. uh, So they get lag benefits, we think, um, if inflation comes off in terms of margins. In terms of GDP, they actually haven't been as defensive as you might think. You know, there's been a lot of change in terms of consumer behavior. Think of basket size for staples. Um, And if you think of the actual underlying customer in terms of their businesses that they do business with, they've been destocking, decreasing inventory. So although the top line has been growing, it's actually been price uh, and volumes have been coming off. So they've not been a huge beneficiary of of this sort of defensive trade, if you like. And then lastly, if we saw rates come off, um, they're very active in terms of capital management. So we think that decreases interest expense for them. At the same time, it improves obviously valuation as well if bond yields come down, so that's a buy for us.
2: Okay, so it's a buy on Amcor for, for Andrew. Rob, share price down about 20% a year to date. How do you feel about this? Buy, hold or sell?
1: Sell for us. And the reason for it, in a gold lot scenario, we think there would be a rotation away from defensives or perceived defensives, which we think Amcor is. Um, we've probably struggled to hold it in any scenario at the moment, low to mid-single digit growth over, over the cycle, so we struggle with the growth aspect. And really over the last 12 months we've seen it hasn't had the pricing power in the face of of lower volumes and higher costs and, and, that, and that sort of concerns us as well for is it really a defensive probably not so it, it's a sell for us
2: okay staying with you rob we're going to go to fisher and Pykel healthcare of course the dual listed company manufacturing respiratory and sleep apnea products returned about 20 percent this year buy hold or sell
1: yeah it'll, it'll be a hold for us hands uh, and the key here in, in the goldilocks scenario is that we think growth stocks would perform pretty well. So that sort of lower inflation, lower rate, lower bond yield environment that you'd see, I think that would benefit uh, the, the growth part of the market and Fisher and certainly is, is a growth stock. The, probably the reason we're a hold is that I just see there's better growth opportunities uh, at, at a reasonable price in the healthcare sector, stocks like ResMed and CSL uh, over Fisher and PyCle. so that's the only reason we're a hold. Okay. Andrew
2: though,
0: it's, it's on a PE ratio of something in the order of about 52. Buy, hold or sell for you? It's a sell for us, um, purely on that. It's a a good quality business, no doubt, but purely on a valuation basis, extending from what Rob's saying, uh, we think there's better opportunities for our investors elsewhere. Um, We think it is too highly rated for potentially the work they have to do. Um, Obviously hospitals benefited from COVID. Uh, They've got to see the consumable side sort of pick up. And there's tried a pathway for them to improve margins over the next three to four years. So from a relative point of view, we think there's better relative opportunities out there. Um, So great, high-quality business. We've done a lot of work on it. We like the business. But from a valuation point of view, uh, there's just better, better opportunities.
2: Okay. Third stock now. Computer share was touted as a major beneficiary of rising interest rates, but it's actually fairly flat over
0: the last year. Andrew, buy, hold or sell. It's a buy for us. Uh, So yes, the margin margin business um, has benefited enormously Uh, incredible increase in their cash flows from rising interest rates. I think that's why you've seen a slight derating um, is that people are expecting cash rates to have peaked and roll off and that would affect their earnings and no doubt there is sensitivity to that side, but we've probably already seen that in the market. However, the other side of the business, the market-facing side of the business, has actually been quite constrained in terms of volumes, if you think of market activity and equity markets from an issuer's point of view. So in that scenario where we saw a settling down of equity markets and and credit markets and uh, and more more confidence from the economy point of view, we would think the market-facing businesses do a lot better. At the same time, we're not going back to QE. We're not going back to zero rates, we're still going to have a reasonably Robust inflationary environment uh, and so we think margin business still does well and so in that context Potentially by 2025, they'll be net cash position. So it's buybacks acquisitions for us. It's very strong business at the moment
2: Okay, there Uh, Rob, it does have a a PE ratio of about 45. So it's another one of these high PE businesses relatively But 13 out of 17 brokers who cover the stock also say it's a buy. What do you think buy hold
1: or sell? A sell for us Hans Uh, and Really, that's the Goldilocks scenario. It, it was a, a rate beneficiary. I mean, the Goldilocks scenario, again, low inflation, lower rates, lower yields. I, I just think the, the market rotate away from those, those beneficiaries, those rate beneficiaries, and computer share fits that. So you have to see the rotation in, in that sort of scenario. All right.
2: So we've pitched some stocks at our fund managers here uh, in terms of a Goldilocks scenario. Now it's time to see what the experts have brought us. Rob, what is one stock that you think is primed for a
1: Goldilocks scenario and why? It would be James Hardy's. And I think that scenario again—you know—low inflation, steady GDP, but really the key, lower rates—that uh, would benefit housing construction uh, and renovation. And that's really the key for James Hardy, being a building building materials uh, company. So the macro backdrop would be pretty good for Hardies in that scenario for us. Um, and what we also like about Hardy's as well is that there is a structural story there, and that's the shift really in the U.S., which is Hardy's key market, away from timber. Uh, and towards fibre, fibre cement um, cladding, and that's really the key. And over the last 12 months, um, you know, James Hardies has fallen, but really earnings are actually still flat relative to they were in FY22, which is pretty interesting. So probably one of the worst macro backdrops it's had. You know, earnings have stayed flat, which I think um, you know, shows actually the, some of the resilience that Hardies has. Um, but as I said, you know, you've got a good structural story. But I think in that macro backdrop, the the structure should accelerate, which is even better for Hardys. I was about to say that
2: US housing market story is gonna be
1: particularly important for them.
2: Andrew, one stock prime for a Goldilocks scenario, what have you brought us?
0: Uh, It's Macquarie Group. We've owned Macquarie now for 13 years or so since we started. And for us, the story doesn't really change too much. In terms of the particular scenario, um, though, if we look at Macquarie's operations, that would benefit them in terms of, say, rates coming down, inflation coming down. In terms of asset prices obviously the big asset manager um, particularly private markets and infrastructure assets So we think that would be supportive or remove some concerns in the market about revaluation mark-to-market of some of those underlying assets We think it also helps in terms of flows because you're then starting to get to an scenario of looking for yield again So we think that helps them in terms of net flows and obviously if if equity markets settle down and credit markets settle down that will help Investor confidence generally Uh, we really like the um, the green investment group, um, the amount of capital that must be raised to drive the transition to lower carbon emissions, energy, um, Macquarie all over that, uh, they've recently transferred that division into the Macquarie Asset Management, uh, so they'll go from a- being more of an asset owner to uh, an asset manager, uh, which is much, ca- much you know, lower capital requirement for them, more recurring revenues more perform- performance fees, less one-off revenues. So yeah, we see a scenario where l- less capital intensity, higher return on equity, uh, and more recurring revenues generally. So we like Macquarie.
2: All right, so to Andrew McKee from Nelson NASA Management, to Rob Crookston from Wilsons, thank you both for joining me. Thanks, thanks, And thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed that episode of Buy, Hold, Sell, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and to both websites livewiremarkets.com and marketindex.com.au. See you next time on Buy, Hold, Sell.
0: Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.